Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today, Jennifer Rooker, the Perception Facilitator. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Thank you for joining us today. Our good friend Sam Page is uh, feeling a little under the weather today, so he won't be joining us today. Uh, but uh, Jennifer and I were chatting before we got started, and, and let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, she's psyched. She's yes. psyched because of this guest, right? I mean, yes. be, be, even before I told you the stuff I told you, you were psyched, and then you were really yes. psyched afterward. Yeah, and it just kind of played into my day. I was having a funky day, which doesn't really happen too often for me. It was like a wrench came into my day, and I was like, <gasps> and then I felt myself dwindling as I was giving all my power away to that negative oh. charge out there. And oh. then as soon as I saw Tony's website and started going into everything that you're about, I was like, <gasps> the light came. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> It is true. It, well, it also starts with her domain name, effingsimple.com. I mean, come yeah. on. What a great name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it very, very clear where she's coming from. Her name is Tony Van Schaik. And, and Tony, first of all, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you being here. Um, but you got to clue people in on what we're hinting at here. What, you know, what, what's your story? What's your background? Because we're, we're, we're doing it the, uh, the psych people up way without actually giving them any d- data. So you got to give them some data. All right. Yeah, sounds good. And Walt and Jennifer, I'm so honored to be here today. I'm I'm really super excited to share with you. Like, I am just like pulsating with energy. Because <laughs> I just I I love sharing, and um, I, I love y'all's platform and what you stand for. I think we definitely need more of this in the world, and really focusing on, you know, what what's going right, and how grateful we are to be waking up every single day, regardless of the outside noise. But to tell you a little bit about myself, um, I've been an entrepreneur for most, actually more than half of my life. Uh, I started my own brick and mortars uh, back when I was in my early 30s, and it progressed, and it progressed into, uh, you know, being in the network marketing sector to, um, you know, having uh, my own uh, author platform, my own speaking platform, and um, we just... Uh, you know, launched two other businesses within this last year because, you know, I just saw a need for it. And the reason why I call it effing simple is because everybody makes it so dang complicated and it doesn't have to be not life, not business, not, you know, not anything that falls under what I call pillars. And those are, you know, three to five things that you live your life on a, on a daily basis of. And so I really wanted to take even technology. Right. And I really wanted to simplify it. And so that's what effing simple stands for is the, and for lack of a better word, the LCD, the lowest common denominator of, you know, what we need to do in these facets of our life to keep it simple. I love that. Well, I mean, here, LOA today got started a little over 10 years ago because I needed more information about how the law of attraction worked. Uh, which you can basically describe in one sentence. 1,900 episodes later, we're still discussing it. So talking about something effing simple being like, wow, ongoing conversational topic. <laughs> These simple things, they, they are simple. They, they, the, the funny thing about simple things is they're not easy. No, and people tend to want to complicate it. So I think that comes to a lot of people want to complicate it because then they say it's too complicated and I can't do it. (laughs) When actually, when, when you look at the mitigating factors of anything that you do in life, it's three to five simple principles. And so when you remember that no matter what you're doing in life, if you just keep those common core values and principles at the forefront, then every, you know, everything else kind of falls away. And you call yourself a fempreneur. Where, where does that come from? So female entrepreneur. Okay. Love it. <laughs> just a simple answer. I was expecting this long, drawn out thing. No, just female entrepreneur. Okay. <laughs> and a sentence done. <laughs> That's the essence of keeping it simple. <laughs> yeah. I love that. All right. So, uh, well, tell us a little bit more about these businesses that you started because uh, and you, you've been fairly successful with them, I would say, but, uh, you know, cue people in on that. Yeah. So, you know what? Thank you for that. We're, we're doing, we're doing really well. And, um, you know, when we launched, uh, you know, our business back in 2014 and this was, uh, our hair care business, 
we had no idea how it was going to scale. We knew that there was, that there was a, a market need based on our market research for clean hair care products that were actually non-toxic, but actually had efficacy. So I, you know, I, we've been living green and clean for over 20 years. And I was in that space because I, I love clean products. And every time I would go to my hairdresser and I would try something, even though it was branded as a clean product, it didn't have the results. And so that's kind of what led us on this journey, doing the market research, finding the one, you know, the, the one key item that really helped propel, um, you know, our hair care line forward. And now it exploded and we're now a $3 billion company in just eight years on an affiliate e-commerce network marketing platform. And we're only in nine countries. So when you look at Apple and Google and all of these big names, it took them anywhere from five to 10 years to get to that first billion. Mm -hmm. So, you know, now we're a little over three, eight years in means the product really works. And, and that's my baby. That's been, you know, a great uh, segue into doing other things that we wanted to do, um, such as authoring the books. And those are all under our effing simple platform are speaking. Uh, and that's where I, I mean, like I'm getting God bumps right now talking about it. I love to share with other people and just to see those light bulbs go off and um, speaking in front of in front of folks. And then, uh, of course, our, our uh, and I call it the customer relationship motivator and then our CRM, which we just launched in August to help entrepreneurs just be more more effective in on their platform to have the follow up to uh, gain you know more business to have repeat business and just really taking all of technology and putting it under one roof as far as you know a lot of the platforms have to offer so we've done a lot of uh, we've done a lot of different things over the last ten years but um, I'm I'm just gonna say I can't wait for the next ten because I can't wait to see what, you know, what we're going to be able to fill as far as needs go and, and what I see is possible. Uh, I love so many things in what you just said, not the least of which is you found a better hair care product and people beat a path to your door. What a shock. <laughs> that's the, that's the formula. Yeah. It's just, it's so freaking simple. Why is it so difficult? I don't know, but you, you, you kept it effing simple and you did, you achieved it. You, you, you made that better product and you put it out there. You put it out in a way that's very aggressive and, and very current 21st century and was therefore very effective. That's, I know that's how you got to 3 billion, that affiliate program that you put together. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I, and I mean, it's been, it's, it's been great and it gives people so many opportunities. And that's the one thing because I am, uh, I'm a person of service. And so I want to be able to help people no matter where they are in their lives and, and what is currently going on behind closed doors and just knowing that we have a solution that can help them. That's a big deal. Okay. So Jennifer's chomping at the bit here. I'm going to shut uh, up and let her ask a question. Or two. I guess a lot more people are aware about what they do put in their hair. Like I've never, I don't really buy products like that for the hair, but I should be buying products like that for the hair because it is healthier for your hair, your scalp, your, your body is absorbing your skin a lot of the things you're putting on it. So it's not just topically putting it on your head. It's sinking into your skin, essentially, right? Yes, uh, 100%. So it takes seven seconds for anything that you put on your skin where you have pores and your scalp is just like your skin. It has pores as well. Um, and then, of course, you're in the shower and all of that is rinsing. You know, the suds are rinsing down and everything like that. So we have to be, and especially in this in this time and place in our society, we have to be super cognizant of what we are not only ingesting, but what we're putting on as far as skincare, hair care, um, all of those things. Uh, and, and that is one of, one of our messages is that we want to have, you know, products that people can trust in that they know that are good for them, that, that they know that have a zero toxicity rating and they have no carcinogens because personal care products, they are not regulated in our country. Mm -hmm. So, what means is that, okay, this is where my nerd comes in. So just bear with me here for a second. <laughs> Since 1908, we haven't banned a chemical. So when you think about what Canada, Europe, and Australia have done, um, they have banned many more, you know, cancer-causing chemicals and, and questionable chemicals from their, not only their, their food products, but their, you know, their, their topical products. We don't do that here. So we, as being a U.S.-based company, we took the standard and set the standards 
the same thing that Australia does in Europe. And so we have, you know, that, um, that, that scientific fact and the proof that, you know, we're doing what we're saying that we're doing, not only, you know, from, you know, just packaging a product, but we have, uh, we are sustain we have sustainable farms, we're non-GMO, we're gluten-free, Leaping Bunny certified, which means that we test on people, not on animals. Um, so we have, and we have even our own recycling and um, nonprofit give back program. So we, we as a company have taken everything that it means for a company that's doing things right, giving back to the communities, giving back to the mother earth, and, you know, just taking that to what I call the nth level as far as being responsible. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I'm thinking about my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jennifer, by the way, lives in Canada. So she already experienced some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And my hair grows like a weed. I actually, I just had a cut. It was down to my butt within a year to, be down to my butt again. It does grow really quick. Um, and I do use products, I guess, from the hair salon, but that doesn't mean that they're good products. It doesn't mean that they're good for your body products and what you're ingesting. So I am going to go look at the ingredients after this. And then, so with hair products and stuff, I'm just having a look at your website. Can you buy the hair products off of your website or where do you buy your hair products? Yeah, so it's all e-commerce based. So okay. you can, yeah, you can go right to, right to my website. What I pr prefer is that we customize what, you know, cause we have products for every hair challenge, every hair type, um, every, you know, everything. Like if you're looking in the mirror and you're saying, okay, my hair is frizzy today, or I've experienced some loss from, you know, postpartum or stress or a surgery, we want to get the right products into your hands. So I like to customize. So I really like when people reach out to me, we can customize something for you, find out what's going on, and then I can recommend products. I just don't like sending people there because, you know, I'm all about customer service. So we want to get that totally, totally the right products into your hands. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Actually, no, no, I have questions. I mean, because uh, Jennifer, you got me thinking here. And not because I'm an older man. Um, I'll, I'll tell you brutally honestly, Tony, I normally don't wash my hair because I know how, how harsh the, the chemicals are in the detergents. So I, I, I still have hair. Most men my age don't have hair. I have hair. So I've done that much, but I, it, it would be good to get, you know, some of the stuff out of my hair that really shouldn't be there. What do you recommend? So we, we actually have, we have products specifically designed to do that, to help, you know, leach out any chemicals or plastics. And, you know, if you're using tap water for the love, please just get a shower filter. Um, yeah. but if, if you, you know, regardless, if we've been out in the environment and, you know, we've been in a hotel and we've washed our hair, there is buildup. We have products that will remove that. We also have products that will, um, also help with thicker, fuller ha hair. It will completely stop hair fallout. Um, I have to be also careful about what we say because of the medical kind of like fine line, but we've had a lot of people that have had regeneration with hair fallout. So it's, it's, and we have all clinical studies done on all of this. So, you know, while we're, we're able to help you, Jennifer, we're able to help you, anybody in between, no matter, you know, what they need, um, and, you know, we have over 90 products in our arsenal right now that will help, you know, styling products, uh, regenerative, restorative products, uh, products for every ethnicity, every hair type, thin, fine hair. Um, so, you know, we are very conscious of, of helping people, you know, and I say it's the crown that you never take off. So we're, you know, we're, we're all about helping people looking and feeling better when they're looking in the mirror. We'll, we'll put out the, the generic uh, uh, disclaimer, too, that uh, no medical advice is being given here. So if you're looking for medical <laughs> advice, go to your doctor. Um, yeah. we're, we're, we're just sitting here chatting, sitting around the fire, talking about stuff that uh, we believe to be true. And, you know, it's up to you to figure out whether or not we're telling the truth. <laughs> it's completely up to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I love that. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to reach out afterward. I'm going to find out more about uh, what, what you would have for an older man like me because um, – I mean, that, that isn't a risk after a while. I'm, and my family is full of bald men. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's very common. I'm one of the rare ones who actually have, um, most of my hair, not all of it, but most of it. I certainly have hair on top, which a lot of guys can't talk about when they're over 60. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that, but it would be nice to actually have cleaner hair because the way I got there was just by not using detergent hair products. <laughs> right. 
What is it that you do when you're talking about the, uh, you have an author program? Like, is that your publishing books or can you explain a little more about that? Yeah. So, um, I actually, I've always wanted to write a book. Um, I believe that there's a book inside of all of us mm -hmm. and, um, I just, I, yeah, there, there, <laughs> so, but for me, because I'm such an energetic high vibration person, you know, I would sit down and I would write chunks and then they would be all over the place. Like I probably have 10 moleskin books right now, you know, that I've brought around to different events or I've gotten them at different events and you're writing down notes and nothing was ever streamlined. So when I got the inkling to write the first book, I actually met an incredible editor um, and publisher. His name is Mike Fallett. It's called uh, Dream Starters. And he's helped bring over 300, 300 authors in the last five years that I've known him to number one, uh, number, number one. So he has a system and that's what I loved. And he helped me streamline all of my thoughts. So the first book we wrote five years ago, it was based on small business network marketing. Uh, it went number one. Um, and then uh, a year later, and it's probably my favorite book, but it was called Effing Simple, You Do You. And that's about being the best version of you. You know, waking up every single day, how can I be better today than I was yesterday? And then the third book that we just, uh, that I wrote a year and a half ago was I, I took all of, you know, six other amazing women that really impacted my life and I got their story out there. So that was kind of a compilation. And then our fourth book that is in the middle of editing right now, um, I wrote an entire book on the CRM because of the process and and because a lot of uh, network marketing, it's antiquated and we don't have systems and we don't have innovation. Um, out of all of the industries probably that I've ever seen, like we're like the last on the totem pole. And so my whole thing is if I could help that be more productive, what it turned into is that we realized that we could have a platform for everyone that has a client list. And so that's kind of where we shifted our focus and really trying to make myself, I was really trying to make myself more productive is really the bottom line because I suck. I am all over the place, right? <laughs> Just organization is not my thing. I love being with people. I love sharing a message. I love teaching, coaching, and training. But where I was being challenged is in organizational and being on social media. And that's a huge part of our business and doing the follow-up and having the text message service and having uh, email, you know, the email service. So I kind of rolled that all into one and that's kind of where it's, you know, evolved to, but I wrote a whole book about building this platform because it truly was a labor of love. It was a lot of heartache. Um, I lost a lot of money on it. I had, you know, people that were saying, Oh, we can build this platform. And then, you know, you, you're, you're paying them and then they disappear. And so, mm -hmm. I know that one. Yeah. So, so I'm in the middle of that one right now. Oh, okay. Okay. I got a guy. Well, I got a guy for you. But through, through the process of this, I found a business partner and, you know, he had helped us build part of it. And then he was part of this bad business deal that went, that went on. And he was just incredible, reached out to me and he's like, you know what, Tony? He goes, please let me build this for you. I see your vision. I don't, I don't want any, I don't want any money from you, but I know that we can do this. And so, you know, he was so gracious in helping me build this and really building my dream come to life that that's what our fourth book was was written about because there are still really great people out there that are trustworthy, that you can do business with, that you see technology and AI and IT and, you know, all the fun things that I don't like and you can bring it come to life even for the simplest people that are not tech savvy. I am not tech savvy at all by any means. And so um, that's what our fourth book was about. And that should be, we should have that released uh, probably at the end of March. Nice. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting. Yeah. Well, and you seem like you're constantly, you know, I mean, challenging yourself. And mm. this is like a lot of people don't do that. And then they get stuck and kind of captivated in fear. Should I do this? Should I not do this? What if this happened? Oh, I better not do it because, you know, so-and-so, you know, might look at me this way. We always have all these fear blocks as to why we can't actually do something. And I love that. I love people that 
literally just like, no, you just do it. You just go ahead and you do it. And then you do one thing and then you do another thing. And then you, you just don't stop. You just keep going. Like life is always evolving. And when you're not constantly evolving, you're digging yourself up with the tulips, right? They're growing on your head where we get stuck. One thing that I've noticed too is that there's really no difference between the people who just go and do it anyway and those who don't. They they experience the exact same fears. They experience yes. the exact same doubts. It's yes. just that they decide to do it anyway. Yeah. Okay, screw the fear. I'm just going to go. And the others say, I'm afraid. I'm too afraid. I'm not going to go. And that's the only difference. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And knowing one thing, like the hair products like you did, and then going, okay, now I'm going to do this, which is completely different. I'm going to do this. Something mm-hmm. else different. Like, I love that because you're, you're training your brain to, you know, stimulate your brain. It's like a mental massage. It's become play for you too, I think. What's that? It's it's become play for her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the passion, right? That's what actually feels like you're living instead of being lived. Like you're the creator instead of being created every day, you know? And I, you know what? I think that's a fundamental difference between, because I was not that person before I was, I lived in very fear-based, um, When I first discovered the law of attraction, the very first, like when the secret first came out and I made my very first vision board and I had no idea what I was doing, but it was the power in that because I saw what I had achieved three or four years down the road from making that original vision board. And so therefore it gives you confidence when you realize that you're thinking outside of the box because I'm not an employee, you know, I, I, you know, let that go a long time ago when I started having children and I wanted to be at home with them. And I did not want to answer to someone else who had control over my schedule. That was like the first big, I think, fundamental move. And then right when the secret came out and, and you know, it, it has its foundational principles and really creating your life by design. And I, I say that all the time, live life by design now. But it took a process to get there. You guys, it took me 45 years So it didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen when I was super young. It was a process through uh, two divorces. I'm on my third marriage. Um, You know, I've been through many, many failures. I never thought that, you know, I could fall in love again and find, you know, my guy, my life partner. And here I am now at 53 showing people that even they're a lot younger than I just want to cut through all of the red tape and all of the chasing tales. And I want to help the younger generation realize that their dreams and their goals and what they want, they're very much valid. And especially it wasn't like that. You know, it was, you know, go to school, get good grades, go to college, do this, do that. And it was living vicariously through my parents' eyes. I have never done that with my children. I have always encouraged them to live in their craft. I'm encouraging. And now because I do have this platform, I can encourage other young adults to live in their craft and be true to themselves. That's the fundamental difference, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm here on this podcast today. I went through a lot of people that I was looking at when I was looking at matches to be a part of these platforms. And I'm like, you know, y'all are speaking my language. So this is a huge part of it, us moving forward and helping other people. And they don't have to be younger, but I'm just saying, helping them realize that they truly have a God's calling. They have a path that they were put here on earth to do. And you know what it is, even though there may be a lot of layers that you've got to uncover to get back to that original reason why you were put here on this earth. And I truly believe that each and every one of us has our own path of enlightenment and that we're supposed to walk in that path and enlighten others. Yeah, definitely true. And, and I, I love that you said it. you don't have to be young. It, it applies to anybody, everybody, no matter what their age, you could be nine, you could be 90, you can be anywhere in between. You can be over 90. It doesn't matter if you're alive, if you're breathing, well, that first of all, it means that your mission here on earth isn't done. And second of all, it means there's still time. Go for it. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Right? You do coaching like that with people, like where you're, yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Um, so I actually, I've been, this year, I've been really focused on vision board workshops because it's all part of like that coaching platform and really helping people unlock their dreams. 
But yeah, I mean, I have a whole, my entire YouTube is dedicated to not only sales mastery and mindset, but it's also really uh, ensconced in, in, in vision casting. I, I think, especially over the last three to four years, is that, you know, people have forgotten. so And they're so far down the, the, the path of the negative and all the stuff that's going on and all of this noise that they can't focus. And so really it's about, you know, showing people how simple it is. Come to a vision board workshop. I coach that. It takes about two hours to do, sometimes a little bit longer. But you're coaching them through the whole process of them being able to dream again and to show them what is possible. I think that's one of the very first things that visionaries, creators like myself can help other people do is that you can take the lid off of what these people think they can't do. And that is a huge part of it is, is the negativity. Oh, you can't do this. Or, you know, they've been told no all, you know, what are we told? No, like, I think like 250 times to one that we're told a yes, but they can't actually achieve anything that they want. It's just about us, you know, giving them the framework and the foundation of how they can create that. They don't know what to do. A lot of people don't know what to do right now. They're stuck. And so for me... It also takes a commitment though, doesn't it? I mean, it's not enough to be given that. You actually have to do something with it. So it's so funny you said that, Walt. Um, I was just listening to uh, a podcast by John Gordon. I love him, the energy bus guy. And he's got a new book coming out. But it's, it's, it's about being committed. If you're not going to commit to the process, you're never going to get there. You can have what I call a dream. Okay. You can, and, and again, yes, you can have a goal, but they're called dream goals. Right. Because if you don't have a dream and if you don't put a goal with an with an action plan attached to it, you're never going to get there. And if you just have a dream, then that's a wish without an action plan. So it's about helping people create that foundation. Yes, I can get here. But what do you have to do in order to get there? So creating that action plan is really paramount. And so when I'm working with people in these workshops, they have to create an action plan that day within 24 hours. With, then with the next three days, seven days, two weeks out, three weeks out. So it's a, it's a constant reminder. Okay. I have to get into action to, to achieve this or you know what? It's, it's not going to happen. And that is the biggest thing. People with self follow up with their own self, um, accountability. That is one of the biggest problems that I see, or shall I say challenges to overcome that people need to overcome is because of the accountability factor of themselves. There's also another side that goes along with the planning side. Uh, and I know this one really, really well because it was me. And, and to a certain extent, it still is me. And that is you can plan yourself to death. <laughs> you can just plan and plan and plan and plan and plan and plan and not actually get anywhere because you're so – everything has to be just right. I get all the details in there. I get, everything's got to be mapped out and – one of the hardest things I've had to learn is sometimes you don't have all the details. Sometimes you have to work with a partial plan. It's kind of scary. Yeah, it is. And especially for people, and I call them green personalities, the attention to detail. These are the, these are the perfectionists and the overthinkers. Yeah. That's me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in true form, the universe and the law of attraction loves messy momentum. They just get out there and just, just do it. Start. Mm just decide to start. That is the biggest thing for people to overcome is just deciding to start. Mm -hmm. And that's all they have to do is in order to, to propel that door, to start to open just with that little crack, you know, so, and I'm going to use this equation because Jennifer, I see, I, I made my dogs go in the other room because they can be a little bit loud, but it's just like, it's just like I had to, you know, my dog, and this is going to sound really funny. So I, I told Lulu, you know, if you decide that you want to come into the room and the door is partially shut, you got to, you got to, you got to teach them to nudge it open, right? To open up their own doors. Essentially, this is what literally hand holding for a lot of people you have to do is you have to hold their hand and you have to give them very specific instructions. Now, with that, with that being said, sometimes people are more self-sufficient than others, but what we have taught is an employee mindset, right? They want to be told what to do. So that's the fundamental thing that I have found that has made our platform more successful is giving them step by step by step. Then over the course of time, whether it's six months, 12 months, sometimes it's 18 months, 
they finally will, you know, start doing it on their own and they will teach other people how to do the same thing. So it's kind of like that cascading down effect. Mm -hmm. But the great thing is, is that you got it. You have to realize the type of person that you're working with, just like you mentioned and, and how they are. So like, while I mentioned you were a green personality detail to, uh, you know, detail oriented. Then you have what I call yellow personalities, which are rooted in, in service, gratitude and giving back. Then you have blue personalities, the people that are always like, oh, I want to have a good time. They're people persons. They love to have, you know, parties. They love to be around other people, you know, and they have no sense of structure. Then you have red that are extremely dominant, very uh, calendar based, and they're also all about the money. So, you have these four color personality types. So you have to figure out how you're going to help them based on, you know, what type of personality that they are. And I have found that that has served me very well. Yeah. You can take a disc profile. Yeah. You can do strength finders 2.0, but if you want to really get down to the nitty gritty very quickly, um, the four color personalities by big Al Schreider is a great book that everybody should read. If you're in sales. Very cool. Okay. Got another recommend there. That's something for the reading list. I love how I'm hearing, like, it's interesting because I went to clean out a closet a few days ago and I had this container full of all these old magazines. And I remember I just saved old magazines years ago and I forgot about them because they were just tucked away under the stairs mm -hmm. and I was cleaning this cupboard out or this closet. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was going to use these for a vision board one day but I never, ever did. And so I called one of my friends the other day and I said, hey, I got all these magazines. we got to do a vision board soon. That'll be like a fun Friday night for me anyways. <laughs> just sit and do a vision board, I think would be fun. And then even how, like, just hearing you say, just start, just start. And that to me too, I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll do another YouTube channel again. And so then I was thinking, ah, and then I put a video up the other day and then I took the video down. And then I'm like hearing you like, no, just start, like, just do it. Right. Just go ahead. That's how you feel. It's the momentum, right? Like with law of attraction, like you have to actually get things going and put the energy in motion for things to become something. I'm reminded, I'm reminded of Mike Dooley, uh, one of the presenters in the secret. Uh, he talks about, uh, his, his example, his, his, uh, his little storyline about how you do exactly what you just said, Jennifer, which yeah. is you, you treat it like a, a GPS. So you get into your car and you start driving and you're going in the wrong direction, right? You didn't have a really good plan. You're going the wrong direction. What does the GPS do? It says, make a legal U-turn, go the other way. <laughs> and that's the GPS is sort of the metaphor for those little, you know, internal guidances we get that say, whoa, 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 no, not that way. The other way, the other left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how you can learn to trust that. It doesn't really matter if you got it all figured out. You could be going the wrong direction entirely. You'll still get an indicator saying, no, 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 it's the other direction. Just go that way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you guys know that uh, the, the graphic that, um, I, I mean, I love this. So it shows, you know, one straight, um, you know, hockey stick growth or, you know, to success. Mm. And then you have that on one side and then on the other side it has success and then it has the all the line. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, being that during any path or, or anything in our life is that we know that life is just like the, the squiggly lines all over the place. There's no one direction. So you kind of have to try things and then you have to step back and then you have to recalibrate and then you do it a little bit differently. And then it, then that works. And then, you know, something that you try again, that's not working. You have to re I always think that life is all about recalibration. So, you know, depending on the time, depending on where you are in your life, what's going on externally, what's going on internally is that life is all about and, and, the law of attraction and the universe and momentum. It's all about recalibration. But the one thing is that will definitively, definite, definite, oh, good Lord. I'm definitely. The defining moment, the defining, the defining moment is when you want to quit and you don't quit and you show up relentlessly. And I think that's one thing that um, I will, I will say is that I always show up regardless, no matter what, no matter how hard my day has been, no matter, you know, 
sales weren't what they were supposed to be for this week or what have you. But when you continuously show up and you show up on purpose and you show up in your craft and you show up with that great energy, that's the fundamental thing that, that makes me different, makes a lot of your listeners that are going to listen to this, they know that they're different because they have continuously done this um, and, you know, just shown up. I love that. Yeah, Will Smith, the actor, once put out an Instagram post. Uh, that he recorded while he was driving. <laughs> and the thing that he said in the post is people get this impression that uh, they hear about somebody who's very successful and they figure, well, they were just kind of successful right out of the gate. They never hear about all the failures that led up to that success. And the only reason that they achieved the success is they did exactly what you just said. They kept going. Yeah. Screw the failures. We're just going to go anyway. <laughs> yeah. The persistence, right? Yeah. To keep going. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that can get in your way that can knock the legs out of people too, and make them doubt themselves and, um, you know, try to rethink things to get out of it. And like celebrities like Will Smith, I'm sure got hit hard oh, yeah. with a lot of criticism from everywhere. But again, that persistence to keep going. Did you ever get any criticism from anybody? Did you ever get anything that made you doubt yourself or second guess what you were doing or anything, Tony? Uh, I mean, yes, uh, all, all the time. And, you know, the one thing that I have realized is that the more successful you are, the, the bigger the target. So you have more and more people out there um, that want to see you fail. They're waiting for you to fail. Mm -hmm. Or, there, you know, there's a jealousy factor. Social media, <laughs> love it, hate it relationship. You know, it's done great <laughs> for business. But at the same time, I, our house was in foreclosure at one point. I've been married three times. I have, you know, five kids and I have two of them that are super challenging. Um, I've experienced, I've started businesses with people and they've embezzled money from me. I have, um, almost, I've been fired from jobs. I have, you know, there's just so many different things, but mm -hmm. failure is what makes you who you are because you rise above it, you learn, and you can choose to step in the poop or step around the poop, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a very simple analogy. You know, yeah. people that really have, that they, they see something that they want to achieve, and there's nothing wrong with success. There's nothing wrong with having high achievements or high expectations or, you know, have these goals that you want to hit. And they're big goals. I have huge goals over the next 10 years. I mean, some of them scare the crap out of me, <laughs> but the one thing is, is that if you quit, then that's the only way you fail. Mm -hmm. Do you have to step back sometimes and, and, you know, assess the situations 100%. But if you mm -hmm. quit, that's the only way that you fail. I don't care what happens. You know, we've experienced loss and, you know, for those of you that are going to be listening out here, I know that there's been a loss, a lot of loss that's happened over the last few years, friendships, broken friendships, you know, family, what have you. But you know what? I look at it as all of those things can make you stronger in your resolve. You can either choose, and we've heard it before, you can either be the victor or the victim. Mm -hmm. And I played the victim role for a long time, for 30 years in my life. Mm -hmm. And that is no longer a possibility. That possibility is off the table at this point. And that's what people out there listening to this today, you choose to be the victor. You choose not to play into the victim role mentality anymore, ever again. And that's the promise that you have to make yourself from here, uh, here on going forward. If you are going to achieve those things that you want to achieve in life, you have to be the victor no matter what. That, that's ongoing too, isn't it? I mean, that, that, it, that's not, you make the decision once and you're done. Mm -hmm. One and done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's funny too, when we, when we talk about these things, it's well, first of all, there's always a nice energy whenever we talk about this kind of thing here on the show. I mean, we, we got all these, uh, you know, really powerful viewpoints. I love the perspectives that come in, but when we're thinking about them on our own, that's when we trip ourselves up. That's when we get ourselves, you know, down that spiral of, Oh, this doesn't go, it's, it's never going to work. I'm going to fail. It's like, blah, 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 blah. And, and that's when it's hardest to climb back out. Um, it points to a number of things in my mind. One of the things it points to is the importance of connectedness. I mean, because we're, we have a big connection going on here on the show. 
Um, not just with the three of us talking here, but live streamers who are tuning in. We're getting some great commentary from them. People who are listening to the podcast later on, they're, they're also participating in that energy. So that's powerful. Um, not everybody has the opportunity to do a podcast every day. So if you're not doing a podcast, what do you do instead? That's where connections come in. Who, who are your friends? Who are your, your, your business associates? Who, who are your, you know, just people you kind of know? What are the natures of those relationships? Because when you develop those relationships over time, that's where you get your flow from. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't, we don't give a lot of credit to that, do we? Well, I, I really think we should. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting too, just because as you were saying at the beginning, Tony, before we even came on air, it's like, you know, all the stuff that's going on out there, we can really focus in on that and feel yep. victimized and get weighed down and held back, or we can redirect our attention and focus in on things that are going to be supportive, supporting ourselves, right? Supporting our own mental well-being, especially for families, because people with kids, if one of the parents is down, it affects the whole house mm-hmm. as well. So it's so important to be listening to podcasts like this and or watching podcasts like this, whatever, and reading books that are healthy minded because it is it can be easy to get captivated by the old because for a lot of people, their programming is in that lane. So I'm so happy that you're on our show today. I, I really, I don't believe in coincidences and yeah, I feel like you're such a light to have today. I'm so grateful that you're here because it's set my path in a different way today too. So thank you so much. <laughs> I'm I'm so honored. This has been great. I mean, just like I feel like a little butterfly floating around in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I know what you like. No. <laughs> that, that's what it feels like every episode. Um, <laughs> but by the way, I I believe that life is now. I I used to to believe that this that everything that was coincidence I should dismiss. Now I understand that everything in life is a coincidence. Yes. And and so I think entirely differently about the word coincidence. I, what what I've learned to do is I've, I've learned to take the word mirror out of the out of the sentence. It used to be, oh, it's just a mere coincidence. Now it's, oh, it's another coincidence. <laughs> it's like one after another, after another, after another, after another. Whoa, there are a whole bunch of these little babies going on here. <laughs> yeah. So again, how are you going to look at it? That's the way I think about it. Do you ever write them down, Walt, the coincidences? Sometimes. I'm not a big journaler. Okay. Yeah. I, I I tend to journal more more when I'm in pain than anything else. Right. You know, yeah. I, I I need to like work through something, and so I'll, I'll journal it. But most of the time, I don't do it through journaling. I like lately. Um, I, I made reference to this yesterday. Uh, I was having a conversation with a good friend, Stacy Clinet, who's been on the show before, and uh, telling her about some stuff I'm dealing with, and and what she was recommending was just you know spend your entire day do, doing gratitudes. Like mm-hmm. everything that happens, you know, you have, you have a cup of coffee, be grateful for it. You know, you, you, you go to the bathroom, be grateful that you have a bathroom. Um, you know, you, 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 you go do something in the kitchen, be grateful that you have a kitchen, that you have food to eat, that you have, you know, you have dishes, you have, uh, just be grateful, 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 grateful. Mm-hmm. And I'd kind of gotten away from that, but I've been doing it the last couple of days and wow. <laughs> That's just, just doing that. Just being grateful about the silliest, stupidest little things. I have a mouse. I have a mouse. How grateful I am for this mouse. <laughs> but just doing that on a regular basis, if you if you want a way to shift the momentum quickly, do yeah. gratitudes all day long. Yes. 100%. Such a good way to start the day, too. Start, and middle, everywhere. end, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Close the day is a good way to do it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Having that whole morning routine and evening routine. And I agree with you a hundred percent, Walt, that, you know, all throughout the day, but you know, I start my morning with gratitude. I end my day with gratitude and with my devos. So those are non-negotiables and it just, it sets up your day for success and it sets up your sleep pattern for success. And that's so important to get into a regular pattern of, of giving gratitude. Do Do you find yourself doing it throughout the day? I, I do. And I've, it's funny you mentioned this. So, um, I can't remember. It was on a podcast I was listening to a couple of weeks ago and I realized I wasn't giving enough gratitude throughout the day. So Mm. I, I actually have set my, my phone to every hour go off for two minutes. And what am I grateful for right now in that moment? Mm -hmm. Just remembering because, you know, with, with, as much as we see, I can tend to go to the negative before I go to the positive. And I'm like, nope, 
we have to remember what we're grateful for and I have to reel myself back in. And that has been a constant battle with me ever since I can remember because I was raised in a very negative, very um, uh, abusive, you know, emotionally and verbally abusive household. So, you know, you always have to mind your mind. It's the most important diet that you have to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. I like that a diet. That's that's exactly what it is because you because it's a diet of life, a diet of living. How are you going to mm-hmm. live? And and it, and it doesn't matter what your background is. If if you've had an abusive background, well, yeah, okay, there's where your negativity is going to come from. But I don't care what you do in life. I don't care where you live. I don't care you know what what your career is, how successful you are, how much of a failure you are. It doesn't matter. Guess what? We're all dealing with negativity on a regular basis because that's the way life is structured. Life is structured around negative stuff. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons people like drama so much. Drama isn't about all nice butterflies. Mm-hmm. Drama is about terrible thing going on here. Climax. Oh my God. Crazy stuff going on. How are we going to resolve this? That's what drama is all about. Mm-hmm. That's why we're so drawn in. That, that's why people are just, you know, they, they get stuck to their screens watching dramas. Like, oh wow. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty magnetic. Yeah. It's, it's funny you, you mentioned that because, you know, every, even since my kids were very, very little, um, I have always maintained that we are a drama-free household. So they weren't allowed to bring any of that stuff from school going on at home unless it was, you know, more of a serious issue or we could have five minutes, you can dump, and then we're done. And then, we're, you know, we're, we're moving forward. We're not, we're not going to focus on this. And that has, that has served, you know, our, our children very, very well in life. It's a great it's skill a totally, to learn. Totally different kind of upbringing than you had, right? Yes. And so you took that negative growing up and used it as a springboard towards something great. And so that you can really be grateful. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, we we don't know, like, you know, have that sort of dark night of the soul or grow up in, in challenging times really, really appreciate things to the degree that we do once we do succeed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, 100%. And I think that's amazing. also, you know, surrounding yourself with, you know, with people that, that you know, really you you pour into each other. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have, you know, so many amazing people that, you know, we've met along our journey, not, not just, you know, through our businesses, but through life in general, mm-hmm. that you know, you complement each other so well and you can really play off of each other's strengths and each other's opportunities. And that's one of the things that I'm most grateful for is the people that we've met along in this journey, whether they stay for a season, whether, you know, they're, they're, um, you know, more long-term or whether they're lifelong, everybody comes into your life for a reason and they can teach you something. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the, I, I am like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a professional relationship builder. I'm a people person. And so I want to know how can I contribute to other people's lives, but what can I learn from them? Cause there's so, there's so many different diverse people that can bring so many different experiences to the table. And I think that's one thing that we've kind of gotten away from, especially, you know, after we, we got out of being, you know, locked into our houses forever, how long we were, is that we forgot how people can contribute to our lives and how we can do vice versa. And that's one of the things that I love. I truly love about being, you know, uh, an entrepreneur is that you can, even if they're not going to benefit you financially, you still can benefit from them, their experiences, what they can bring to the table, and really taking each person that you meet and saying, how can, how, how can I serve them? How can I help them win? How can I be the best version of me for them? And I, that's how I wake up every single morning. You know, even for my kids, people that know me, new people that we meet. But I think that's really important to remember is that as we are moving on through life, is that we have to really be invested in other people and we have to be professional relationship builders. Yeah, I like that, being invested in other people. And, and I'm also reminded too that uh, we, we were talking a moment ago about the dramas and the negatives and so forth. But those dramas and negatives are also quite useful to us. I mean, there are times when we need to do like what you did in your house. You, you basically make a drama-free environment so that you know people can can learn to grow and thrive in them. But by the same token, 
that's also where we do most of our learning. I mean, you described it yourself. You got, you did most of your learning in your experience, Tony, with the failures. If it weren't for the failures, you wouldn't learn. <laughs> so it, it's kind of like, it's, it's not so much a cash 22. It's sort of like, which way are you going to look at it? Mm-hmm. If you find yourself, you're being, you know, absorbed into all the negativity. Well, that's probably a good time to draw a boundary and say, okay, I'm done with the negativity for a while. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you can get yourself into a place where you say, I don't like that, but I'm learning from it. That's an even more powerful place because now that drama, that trauma, that negative isn't controlling you anymore. You're learning from it. You're actually getting stronger because of it. And most importantly of all, it's no longer governing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where the biggest improvements happen. That I'm, I'm willing to bet, Tony, that's where you had the biggest growth uh, with the hair care products business. Where you where you got to a point where those those dramas those traumas those all those negative things they just didn't seem so bad anymore. I would agree with you one hundred percent. So I you know right before um, you know th- you know this took off with with the hair care, my husband and I were we were not in a good place. We were struggling, but we used those struggles to say, okay, this is it. No more. We're all in. We're 110% committed and we are not looking back. And I think that was the fundamental decision when I decided to commit to this on August 15th of 2014. She knows the date. <laughs> I know the date <laughs> that, um, that we were going to continue to move forward and we were not going to look back. Mm. So, and I mean, like literally we were going to, Jay and I were going to split up. I mean, that's how financially strapped we were. We were always fighting about, you know, different things. We were having trouble with, you know, my, my, my son who has had some massive challenges and it all came to like this one great big, oh, you know, and, and if people know me, they know that I would probably, you know, drop a, a significant word here, but <laughs> all the crap hit the fan, right? Yeah. And we were there and I just looked at him and I said, I have to do this. I feel I do not have a choice. I have to do this. You need to be behind me. You need to stand behind me. I need your support. And you know what? Just be quiet. (laughs) Give me, give me six months. And so, you know, that's really kind of where we were at, at that, uh, at that kind of like fork in the road in our life. And you know what, for lack of a better word, it was a gamble that paid off because, you know, we, we started from nothing. We bootstrapped everything and I just saw the vision of what this could be. And, um, you know, it was, it was the right roll of the dice at the time. Well, it was more than a roll of the dice. It was all, that was certainly part of it. Uh, but it was also a roll of the attitude. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's really what I was trying to get at. You somehow got yourself into a headspace that said, I'm okay with all this. Screw all that fear. I, I'm okay with this. Let's just go. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty much, pretty much what I told. I said, I'm going, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, <laughs> I'm taking off. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're not going to look back and I am not taking no for an answer. And that's, and we jumped in and um, I mean, we shattered records in our first year. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did you have a business background before you got into doing all of it? Yeah, I actually have, I had two brick and mortars prior to, um, uh, you know, our hair care business, which it gave me the foundation, but also too, I was really tired of trading time for money. And this, this was something, you know, with e-commerce and affiliates and stuff like that, you could, you know, build and you could grow and it would still, you know, continue while we slept. And having my lawn service and my daycare, it wasn't like that. You know, if your doors weren't open, you weren't making money, but it gave me the foundational um, skill set and learning for being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, you know, I didn't know what scaling was back then. Just learn how to scale the business uh, quite quickly. We've been able to help other people do the same thing. And then with our other businesses, just, you know, building businesses to help scale and to help others scale. So that's truly, you know, kind of was our journey, uh, you know, nine years ago. But having that foundational background of owning my own brick and mortars, which really gave me, and though, and we did well until I got divorced. Those businesses went away, 
with that second divorce. And so I lost my shirt on all of it. Didn't have, you know, two, two nickels to rub together and basically started all over from scratch. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't scared. I mean, I was literally Jennifer at the time that um, my second divorce happened because I had ran restaurant. I started bartending when I was in college, put me through, I was a single mom at the time, paid all my bills. I literally for fast cash was going back behind the bar when I was 32 years old, just to make ends meet to, to feed my children. So, you know, been there, done that. So you talk about grit, you talk about resilience, that those are the two things that I had, you know, that I, that I based my foundation of where we are now. Wow. You're, yeah, just, you're inspirational. Hey, Walt. (laughs) I'm just smiling here because I didn't realize that one of your brick and mortars was long care. I'll tell you why I'm smiling. I just went through divorce. I'm, I'm divorced from a woman who I helped to build a gardening service and maintenance business. I'm in the process of negotiating with her to take over that business so I can use that to finance my project, which is to create an e, sort of an e-commerce SAS type project. I'm thinking, oh my God, the parallels here are just insane. <laughs> yeah, no coincidences, or you're saying the coincidence, right? Well, right, yeah, the coincidence, like coincidences everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That, wow. Okay, so well, we need to take this. We need to, t- to take this offline and have a conversation. <laughs> have a conversation, okay? Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I mean, these parallels are just too crazy. Uh, yeah. Before we take it offline, though, we got to do a couple things. All right. First things first. We already know the website is effingsimple.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. When they go there, what are they going to find there? First of all, uh, there. So if they if they click out and fill out the intake form, they'll get my free ebook. Okay. Then they'll find the other platforms if they're interested in the hair care and the CRM, um, any of our uh, speaking gigs or, or books. All of the links are right there for them. They can just choose what they want or what they don't want. Okay. Well, so, yeah, that's what they're going to find on that. And, and you mentioned uh, toward the beginning of the program that uh, you like to basically work with people to help find what's the what how to customize things for them. I, I imagine that. You, you really can't do that personally yourself with everybody, but you probably have some sort of process set up for that. So if somebody wants to get that kind of help, how do they go find that help? So the same thing. So when they go to effingsimple.com, they can click on to take um, our hair quiz. It's essentially called the beauty quiz, but they can do that. And then I get the results immediately. If people, because this can be a super sensitive subject, they can just reach out to me. My Instagram handle is right here on the screen at Tony Vans Official. They can reach out to me and I can personally work with them to help them out. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Okay, so we'll make sure that we include that uh, Instagram handle uh, in the show notes along with the the website link. Um, and anything else you want to tell them about that you're you're doing that, that people might want to be able to kind of latch on to? Uh, so we, we are, I, I actually have um, some incredible speaking gigs. Uh, I'm actually, Jennifer, I'm going to be in Toronto. I don't know where you are in okay. Canada. And then I have five other cities that I'm hitting in June. Um, but I, I travel to speak, to coach. Um, if you want to find out our schedule of events, that's also on effingsimple.com. Um, I would be honored. Uh, just let me know if you can be there, send me a message. I'll get, get you connected with free guest tickets. That's the first thing. The second thing is, um, as soon as our book comes out, I will let our social media platform know. Would love your support. Um, you can get the book for free when we launch it and, um, just, you know, just, Please share it. And if there's anything that I can do to serve you, that's what I'm all about. So um, I answer every single message that I get because um, it's really important to me because I know how people can struggle. And I feel that there's room at, at, at this table for every single person. I love that. I think Jennifer loves that as much as I love that. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really yeah. grateful today. So this is part of my gratitude list. Right now, and when I go to bed <laughs> tonight, that's awesome. Yeah. Tony, there's one other thing I gotta just tell you um, because, you, like so many givers who come onto the show, you're definitely in the giver category, and and givers have many people that they talk to through podcasts. You know, they write books, they they post blog posts, you know, all those different kinds of outreach, and many of them they'll never meet, they'll never see, and they don't know what goes on, but they know somehow, in some ways, people are being helped, and they just don't ever actually see that. And I don't think we get enough credit for that. So on behalf of all those people that you'll never meet, 
that you'll never see, that you've helped over the years and that you're continuing to help. Thank you for what you've been doing. Thank you for what you continue to do. Thank you, Tony. Thank yeah. you guys so much for having me on. This was so great. Yeah. So great. Definitely is reciprocated. It was great for us too. Yeah. Thank you, Jennifer. Looking forward to next week. Oh, what yeah. do we, can we top this next week? I don't know. Can we do that? Is that possible? I don't know, but I think we say that a lot. We do. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So thank time. you. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.